All right, welcome to Against All Odds. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You can catch these guys, extrapoints.com, every single day. They give out free picks. Some of them make videos. Some of them make videos giving picks that they're unsure of with the sport and their team to advance. Harry, that was the big news the other day. You gave out Italy. You're, you're laughing like we weren't going to discuss this, but you gave out <laughs> Italy. What did you do? I, I'll tell you what you did. You ended up throwing uh, heel producer Jim Cunningham under the bus. But go ahead. Tell us in your wow. words how you won this bet. Well, first, what else is new about that? But anyways, besides that, um, look, I did say I had Italy over Austria to win the game. But I did say in my video in in regular time, but at minus six hundred regular I, tie, I, even that's not. Go ahead, yeah, all right, keep going. Regular time, regulation, all right, regulation. Yeah. But yeah. and but I didn't mean to say that, but that's what I said. But when you look at the line, you hear what I said in my write up. It says minus six hundred. So obviously, I want them to advance mm-hmm. because the line was minus one eighty on Italy for regular time. So Still obviously I wanted team. him to win and to advance, but I made a little screw up. Hey, first screw ups like that since we've started. Give me give me credit for that. Really? Was it? I mean, <laughs> and then you, well, Jim, what you know, I always want to learn from our mistakes. How going forward can you and Harry get this going for the next um, whatever, a couple of days or so? Six days. <laughs> here. Yeah, I don't think we can. Lost cause. How it's is over, it, right? What did Jim have to do with Harry saying right in regulation? I don't know. I don't. What did you, what I did mean, you, what did he do anyway, Harry? What was Jim's? I don't understand. How was this contribution? I, look, look, I uh, nothing really. It's just my mistake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> give. I'll give myself. I'll give myself. I'll give myself the duh of the day on Sunday, so I can okay, actually good. give it to myself. All right. Well, the duh of the day was that you gave yourself a win. On yeah, right. When <laughs> it's a law. Lo- that's the duh of the of the, of the year. You gave it out was, a loser. It was a loser. That's it. I really gave out a no, but I really gave out a winner. So the point is, do we go by your words? Do we go by the graphic? I mean, we can't really count on anything matching up anymore. So which of the two should we go by? Not sure. Okay. All right. Get back to us at the end. (laughs) Hey, we have uh, Justin Janes on. Uh, This guy's a hero to me all of a sudden. I didn't know who he was a few days ago, but he's a UFC featherweight. He lost this weekend. No big deal. Split decision. He bet $25,000 on himself. That's a big deal. What a man right there. And to lose a split decision it was a close fight. He's going to come on and talk about it. He doesn't seem um, doesn't seem moved. I don't know. Maybe he's um, maybe he's from a lot of money. Maybe he's like you know related to the queen and um, uh, Prince Harry or something. But we're going to find out. He lost his entire purse on a split decision. He'll come up in a second. But right now we're going to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. Bet makes you sick, and you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right, bet eggs brought to you by our friends at Prop Swap. I'll start it off. I mean, I'll go with Spain in regulation. Um, first of all, they had the worst own goal. I don't. <laughs> maybe that I've ever seen, let alone this Euro Cup tournament. So put them down one nothing, but then they go up three one at eighty five minutes, and. Uh, that's regular time, right, Harry? I have them in. I don't know how that's this right. Works, yeah, but you're three right. to one. You got it. Yeah, they lose. Uh, they give up two goals, and then they they squash in overtime. They win five three in the extra sessions, whatever the hell you want to call those. But yeah, that's Spain. I've had a bunch. I've gotten killed on this Jeez. show. Just absolutely insane. By by like honestly, by like one thirty p.m. Pacific time, I'm down thousands. So it's not a lot of fun. Um, that's that's my bed ache. I don't know what else to say. About that, brother Bry, you had an especially great betting. Yeah, well, what was that game three? I I took, I gave out on the pod last week. I gave out Beverly under seven and a half. I was really confident about it. He had three points with two minutes left in the game, so they were up third. And <laughs> right, you and you go not taking a lot of shots either. No, right? no, that was the thing. They're up thirteen. You knew at that point in time, right? They're only going to get two or three legit shots left in the game, right? They're just wasting the clock. Um, then all of a sudden mm. Beverly hits a 
a wide open corner three, right? So now he gets the six points. So I'm, I'm thinking, all right, one or two more shots. There's no way Beverly gets the ball again here, right? They're just going to keep it in like whoever's hand, George or Jackson, they'll get off one more shot. Uh, they pass, they pass it to Beverly in the corner again, uh, fakes the shot, has a great drive on bridges, makes a tough, like, you know, banks a tough one on like a, you know, a five foot runner. Um, so he gets to eight. So and then the best part about this is right after that, uh, Phoenix is walking the ball down the court. They call a timeout. All of the, everybody comes out of the game. There's a, a minute and 30 left. Everybody comes out in the game. So the last five points. So I, again, I had Beverly under seven and a half. He has three points. The last five points of the game that the Clippers score are all from Beverly. He gets to eight points. And I just knew it was, I just knew it was happening. It was just one. He's their guy. He's their go-to guy in junk time. You should know that before you bet. And actually what what pissed me off the most about that game was he literally had, you know, I take him under seven and a half. He jacks up five shots in the first four minutes of the game. And I'm like, holy shit, this is getting (laughs) ridiculous. But then he slowed down. um, And just to, just to screw me later on. And I will say not only that Beverly won, I was still super pissed off at Victor Hovland. Right. So, Declared, you know, <laughs> last week I gave that as my my bed ache. Declared legally blind after getting sand in his eyes. Four <laughs> days later, he plays in the European Tour, wins that tournament. Wins. So, you know, if you're so tough, Victor, just play in the Travelers, please. You know, if, if you can do that, uh, please play in a real tournament. Yeah, um, he just wanted a head start to, to head, God, uh, head off to it, it really was right like that. that. Yeah, which yeah, it, that's exactly what it seemed like. He was like, I'm done with this tournament. Uh, screw Brother Bry. I'm leaving after one hole. Uh, All right. So Harry, top that. Uh, a lot of losing last week at the start of the <laughs> week. So as the week went on, I did have a four-teamer that I really should have had. I had a four-team parlay. I had Reggie Jackson over two and a half threes. We've been talking about that forever in the playoffs here, how he's hitting that every night. Las Vegas, Montreal under. William Carlson of the Golden Knights to score a point, go over half a point. He scored in the first goal by them. And I had Walker Bueller for the Dodgers against the Cubs at plus one and a half at minus 480 to close out the parlay. And that was the night you went south to the game and the Dodgers got no hit. Not really a bad beat, but yeah, I, but, I witnessed, I kind of witnessed a, a no hitter. It was a three man effort and I got there in the fourth inning. So does it count? I don't know. I'm going to tell my grandkids I saw a no hitter, but yeah, <laughs> Dodgers are all over the place, all over yeah, the place. Right. I had, I had that. I went there cause I was, you had it too. One and a half. So right? I, had bet. I had minus one and a half. I had Bueller over seven and a half K's. He had six. I had Bellinger to hit a home run. Uh, it doesn't hit a home run, but then walks off uh, the Saturday and then hits one Sunday. Mm. All Dodgers are a mess, and uh, now they're back on track. Our parlay kid, did you even have a betting? Oh, the only betting I had is sales. Uh, game seven, I rolled with my team, the Islanders, um, mm. as uh, you know, uh, an underdog. So uh, du- you know, we just hurt doubly to lose one nothing and to lose on a shorthanded goal, no less. Uh, that really, uh, that really hurt. And it just hurt more from a, from a fan standpoint though, than a gambling standpoint. So uh, the gambling part was secondary to the uh, actual losing of the game. That was a tough one to swallow. Kind of got outplayed most of the game, but, uh, to lose on a shorthanded goal, oof, that, that can't. And, and ironically, it was the the first shorthanded goal. The Islanders gave up all year long. The only team that had not given up a shorthanded goal. They lose the game Crazy. seven that way. That's pretty tough. And but then you looked at your game six ticket stub and like, oh wait, I could sell <laughs> this and pay for my bet ten times over. <laughs> yeah. And you got what you wanted, Parley uh, kid. The Islanders are out of there, and you uh, they would have the rolled over. The, they would have rolled over the Canadians. Look what's happening already. Dar- We're gonna talk about Dar- that. We'll Darren's got to get that yet. ticket stub graded though. I think first before it's worth anything. Yeah, yeah, get it graded. Get it uh, do they, Dar- Dar- do they even it, have ticket you know stubs sell it anymore? To, uh, I don't even have a ticket s- stub. It's, I don't even know. Sell it to, well, sell your iPhone. <laughs> Take a, 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 it's right on there. Sell it to Darren Ravel. It'll be a Darren on Darren. I still uh, have the 1995 yeah. ticket stub from that Seattle Yankees game, though, Sal. Nice. Yeah. That's a fun one. It's a- All right, let's hear, let's hear the music, Jim. a bet makes you sick. And you make the wrong pick. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. Yes, bet brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on NBA championship and Stanley Cup futures. 
when you buy directly from other bettors on PropSwap. Time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. Oh, this has been fun. This week's prop focuses on Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals on Friday night. Game 3. Game 2 is Wednesday. Game 3, Friday night. What will be the number for Carey Price saves plus Tampa Bay penalty minutes? Harry, you want to guess? Carey Price saves plus 30, Tampa Bay penalty minutes. How about 35? Pretty good guess. I think he had like 22 saves yesterday. For reference, the Lightning ranked first in penalty minutes. That's interesting. I didn't know that per game in the regular season with 11. So to mm. enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner will receive a $175 carry price to win the Con Smythe Trophy ticket courtesy of PropSwap. Well, if the Canadians come back to win this thing, that's a pretty valuable ticket. You win $175 on that futures ticket. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the PropSwap app to find the best odds nationwide. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, listen, we have Justin James coming on in a second. First of all, though, most importantly, it's Race to 10 Tuesday. Do we have a jingle? Joel, sing a little something. We, we never got a jingle. So sing something about Race to 10 Tuesday. Uh. Race to 10. It's great. Race to 10. Don't be late. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. You can't. It's right. It's true. That's the most important thing. You can't be late you because bet? you lose. You miss the bet altogether. Uh, you can't pull a Justin James and be late to this thing. So what we do is that's pretty good. We've had um, moderate success. Uh, nice job, Joel, on the spot there. Moderate success betting the race to 10. The two teams that play Tuesday night, we pick a game and we pick one of the members of the degenerate trifecta picks one of the teams to score 10 before the other. Now, Brother Bry, we've been alternating, but Brother Bry has hit three in a yeah. row when it's in his turn, right? He's the only one that's undefeated. It's um, it's really, it's gut-wrenching the whole time. Mm. I and mean, we won in spectacular fashion. Who'd we have? We had the Suns over the Clippers, Bry, mm, right? That's great. We were down eight to two, and we won 10-8. We pulled it out, maybe 11-8, awesome. something like that. Yep. Yes, we did. Really good. Yes. Nothing better. Yeah. Best bet in sports when it wins. Worst when it loses. <laughs> but either way, it's over in, uh, in a matter of minutes. We have decided, Bry, it's um, obviously it's Bucks and it is Hawks tonight. Game four. Have we decided Bry is going to take over? We're not going to go through the rotation again. Yeah, I think uh, it seems that way. It seems like Parley Kid wants me to wants me to this, just. This is oh, the hot craps roll. I, I want you to pick two, Brian. Just, uh, I yeah, look, Brian's 3 and 0. This is about winning money. I got to put ego and okay. pride aside here. <laughs> yeah. Right? And say, you know, he's 3 and 0. He's he's nailed it three times and you roll with the hot hand until he loses. And then That's if he it, loses, I mean, I'll, I I'll make a pick next week, but until then, we ride yeah. or die with Brian. I like Probably it. only have a couple more of these, right? This one, maybe two more, three more. Do we figure it out? Maybe three more. Uh, All right. So I'm going to miss this. Yeah, no, we'll come up it. with something else, Sal. We'll come up with oh, something we else. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> right, will. Good. We'll definitely good. Well, uh, Yeah, well, well, well there's the, a hot dog eating contest. There's something. Uh, there's Olympics. I mean, bobsled. Can we do this for a <laughs> bobsled? Uh, oh, no, that's winter. I don't know what the hell's going on. All right, anyway, uh, Bride, do it. Now, okay, let me look at the lines here. Now, boy, Atlanta is a huge favorite. This this game scares me because we really don't know what we're getting with Trey Young um, if we're getting anything. I mean, he had that bum ankle to distract from his bum hair. And now if you look at the race to 10 numbers, it is Atlanta plus 130 at home. Game four, mm. Bucks minus 166. Right, do it. Hit us. All right. Hit us with it. All right. I know. I hate the fact that we don't know how badly hurt Trey is. I mean, it's likely. Uh, I mean, I guess. I guess he's coming out here. Uh, but we're going to yeah. take the Hawks plus 130. I'm, right. I'm, a, okay. I'm a little worried. Right. I'm a little worried laying the minus 166 with the Bucks. Look. The Hawks have won the race to 10, five straight playoff home games. So five straight, wow. they've won at home. Wow. Uh, they've gotten out to some hot shooting in those games. Even some of those have been really quick ones. So again, I just, I can't take the minus 166, especially when you're playing a desperate team here, an Atlanta team that has to try and come out and win this game. So you figure if anything, you're nice. going to get, you're going to get some, uh, you know, a heart, a hot start maybe from them, maybe a hot start in the first nice. quarter. So we are jumping on them at plus one thirty. I like I think, it. I think part of the kid liked them it. in the first quarter too. Yeah, anyway, I, so yeah. Well, I hit on. Uh, well, we're gonna get to that in a second, but I did hit on them in the first quarter uh, in the last game at plus one thirty eight. And when we get to our uh, segment here, 
about our best bets uh, for this. All right. Uh, I like it. Talk about that. I like it. I like it. I like it. And I think we're getting the best of Trey Young, right? And he might work on that ankle, and by the second quarter, he could be shot. What? But um, he it should at least last the first few minutes, right? Harry, you okay with that? Plus 130? Let's do it. Let's roll. There we go. Plus 130. All right. Martin Weiss from Lemon Pepper Parlay is going to yes. join us. And yeah, you can catch Martin. us live on Twitter. We do this live. We lose our minds in front of uh, all our followers. So check that out. Martin Weiss, we also want to play for a fan. And so we should have a trivia question. And, you know, we've been alluding to this, but this is Jim Cunningham's last week <clears throat> on um, Extra Points Network on Against All Odds. Am I going to cry here? What the hell's going on? <laughs> no. Uh, Jim, you want to tell people what you're going off to do? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's really just doing nothing. He's had enough of Harry and his videos and taking the blame for some sure. of his soccer picks. <laughs> but anyway, we thought... Um, Joe, babyface Joel Solomon, let's have a trivia question. I'll put this out on Twitter too. Uh, Jim Cunningham related. What should it be? What did you say it was? Uh, <clears throat> in honor of Jim, how many dates has he got? Oh, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Uh, Zero. In honor of Jim Cunningham, my, who I, I consider a friend and uh, a great guy, uh, He, but I've never gone to this show, so I'm, I'm not positive. But what character did Jim play? in Top Gun Live. Yeah, okay. What character did Jim play? And I think it's called Tom Gun Live. I got uh, scolded about this a oh, bunch okay. of times, but it's Tom Gun Live. It's it, uh, it's a shame you never saw it. I hope it comes back. It's a really fun show, and Jim does a great job with it. Tom Gun Live, what character does uh, Heel producer Jim Cunningham play? If nice. you listen to the podcast before I put this out on Twitter, you'll have a, a head start uh on the answer and if whoever gets it first will join us three hundred dollar play Very nice. on race to 10 you'll have the hawks with us and there you go i know what the answer is joel what are you giving me the answer <laughs> my god i'm not gonna say it should i say it should i say it now i guess we could say it right it's, uh, all right yeah a little bonus if you listen to the podcast jim give us some color here who do you play on uh tom gun live screech <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't I don't want the wrong people playing uh race to ten with us. No, it's Iceman. Yeah, I play right? Iceman. That's it. Does a good job. Has All a right. fake penis and everything. <laughs> nice. All right, let's go to the NBA. I don't know what's going on. Maybe Justin James got like a part-time job or something. He needs uh he needs to jump in there and make some of this loot back. But uh we'll have him on if he calls in. But right now, NBA action. We just brought it up. It is Hawks, it is uh Bucks. My God. Plus seven. So huh. the odds makers, FanDuel, are they thinking like Trey Young's not going to play here? He's questionable, but plus seven for the Hawks and 218 and a half, and it's a mm. must win. I don't know. I don't love it. I like our race to 10 pick. Like I said, I think we're getting the best of Trey Young, but for a prop pick, I'm taking uh, Collins over 14 and a half points. Now, he got in foul trouble early, way early. He had four fouls. Bri, what was it? In the second quarter, he had four fouls? Yeah, he was out for... I mean, it, it seemed like they didn't bring him back until the fourth quarter, right? It was like, yeah, I don't understand the math of that. Like, if you have four fouls, you should be able to come back in with three minutes left in the third quarter. They didn't bring him in until they, they didn't bring him back into in, the fourth. Yeah, it was like three minutes into the fourth. They waited. It was like he was on extra rest there. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, and that's kind of when uh, Milwaukee made their run. And, you know, you brought it up, too. Capella didn't play the fourth so, quarter. Did we figure out what that yeah, was? No, no was idea. I still have not heard why he didn't play a minute. He was a plus 11 for the game. He didn't play the fourth quarter. Makes no sense. So I think with Trey Young, you know, being questionable, being iffy, not going to be able to take the ball to the hoop. I'm going Collins over 14 and a half. I think, like, the offense has to go through the players like him with an yeah. inside presence. Now, the numbers really don't support this. He had 23 versus Philly in game two. 23 versus Milwaukee in game one. I think he had a 19 in there. Otherwise, he's under this 14 and a half number. But he had four fouls, and he has four fouls in three of the last four games. But like I said, I think this is going to be a weird game. It's a weird line. I'm reading into the line, and I'm going over 14 and a half. Parley Kid, what's your pick for uh, this game? Yeah, so uh, my extra point pick, Sal, uh, on our website, uh, I have mm -hmm. the Hawks' first quarter to win the first quarter. At plus okay. 152. So the other day when I had it at plus 138, there were several people that were like, wow, how'd you get that at plus 138? Well, today uh, it's plus 152. So I, that's why I, I, I like Brian's pick. So look, I, 
I'm going to take the Hawks plus seven here, Sal, in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, home team that's been very good at home. Uh, really, up until the fourth quarter, I I felt really good about them winning uh, the last game. Uh, they're kind of a desperate team. I think Trey Young plays. I know there was some questions. Like we're saying, like what happened to Capella? What's going? What happened with him? Well, Collins, why wasn't he in? I'm not really sure how we can answer those questions. I just think the Hawks have been a very good home team. Now they're desperate. Um, I think you're going to see the best of the Hawks tonight. And mm. I'm not sure if they win, but getting a good team like the Hawks getting seven at home, I got to take that number. I have to take that All number. All right. Yeah, it really is what what kind of Trey Young we're getting here, um, brother Bry. You like uh, you like the under? Yeah, I like the under. Well, I I like that two eighteen and a half. I think it dropped to two eighteen. Mm-hmm. But look in the Hawks' last eighteen games, last eighteen games, the under is fourteen three and one. Look, wow. look, we don't we don't know what Trey we're getting. We already discussed this again. I think he's playing, but even if he's playing, we don't know the impact he'll have, especially later on in the game. I have a feeling mm-hmm. they. I have a I'm just getting a feeling they kind of move them off the ball a little bit like they did in like they did the last game, especially late in the game. So, you know, you probably can jack up a few threes, but I don't know his impact necessarily that he'll have on the full game. But in order to win this game, they have to I mean, if they if they want a chance of winning this game with an injured tray, they're gonna have to play, you know, great defense. Yep. And maybe mm-hmm. and maybe, just maybe, don't put Bogdanovich or Herder on to guard Middleton the whole game. Maybe yeah. maybe put Collins on him for a little bit. Maybe Bring Capella back in the game to let him guard Giannis. And yeah, and Collins can guard Milton, whatever you have to do. But they're going to need a great defensive yep. effort here for a chance. Yep. And so I like the under 218. All right. Bucks are minus 115, I should mention, to win this whole shebang here. Suns plus 145. They're up 3-2. Clippers 11-1. And, and Hawks 28-1. And for the series, you want the Bucks, you have to lay 1,500. Hawks are plus 870. Harry... This is a weird pick because, right. well, first of all, Brian and I had Trey Young over assists, God. and I even had an over-adjusted assists, like over seven and a half. I didn't even oh, get to that. Damn. Yeah. That was terrible. Like, it wasn't even close. Now, if he plays one quarter and sits, your under-assist bet here, Harry, is, is golden. But I think, I think if he plays the whole game, he's going to be less selfish here i think he's gonna have to give it up more but god let me, let's hear your reasoning for well under eight and a half assists under eight and a half and at minus 130 look a lot of the games against philadelphia i think actually all of them against philadelphia was nine and a half so this bucks defense is clamping down we discussed the hampering of the injury to young as well and like you said sal Ooh. last two games combined combined only seven assists mm. he had 35 points last game but only seven assists last two games combined uh again milwaukee's defense tightening up um i'm gonna go under eight and a half here because of the possible uh injury to him all right there you go so that's bucks hawks join us for that race to 10 join at least for the first 10 minutes then you can do whatever you want you can actually do whatever you want anyway but it's a lot of fun to watch us race to 10 we'll be on twitter we'll be with martin weiss and uh, we have the Hawks oh, yeah. to get there first. What's that number, Bri? Plus 130. Plus 130. So that'll be fun. Now, tomorrow, Suns Clippers, game six. This is all of a sudden a series again. I don't know. Suns mm. and four guy running out uh. of fingers. All of a sudden, they're still favored, though. The Suns on the road, game six. The, Brian's favorite team, the Clippers, uh, getting a point, 214 and a half is the over under. Uh, crazy game last night. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with Chris Ball. I, I, here, here's the thing I'm going to say. I don't know what's going to be with this game six. If you look at the numbers, the Clippers, that seems like a very high number. Plus 410 to win this series. Oh, man, mm. it's a coin flip game six, and then anything could happen in game seven. Mm. I guess the Suns will be a five or a six-point favorite. But uh, plus 410 is the number that jumped out at me. The other number that jumped out at me is 107.5 total points for the Clippers in game six. I'm going to go under. Minus yeah. 118. Under 107 and a half. Three of the previous four before yesterday, 80, 106, yep. 103. Whatever happens, whatever the result is of game six, I think they get out to a slow start. Not going to have any 36-point quarters. Not going to have 41 from playoff P. Definitely don't think they're going to have 22 from Marcus Morris. I don't know how that happened. They might even win the game, but I like them under 107 and a half. I think it's about 103. 100 yep. brother Brian, this is your favorite team J- jump out what what do you my like favorite here? team well i will see yeah I'm, I'm going with the clippers plus one but i will say i love them the whole playoffs and then i've gone against them a little bit this series and i yeah. and i got murdered on them last night i actually took the suns 
I took the Suns race to 10, which lost immediately. I took mm-hmm. the Suns, like I took, a, I li- live bet the Suns in the second quarter, getting some points and, and that didn't work out. So, uh, so I'm going back to the, I'm going back to the Clippers here. Look, defensively, they've been great. They've been great. The, uh, well, at least the last two series, right? So they've held the Suns to 93 points per game over the last three. They were, they were awesome. I thought they were fantastic defensively against the Jazz too. I mean, obviously Kawhi being a part of that series, but their last six playoff games at home, they were all blowout wins by them, except for game four against the Suns, which they could only put up 80 points. So that was a game I felt like they definitely should have won. I mean, if playoff P continues to play the way he's been playing, I, this mm-hmm. is going to go seven. And I, you know, I, I don't know. I kind of, I don't mind those plus four ten odds that, that, you just mm. brought up before. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it makes sense when you do the math, yeah. the coin flip plus two yeah. forty or two fifty, whatever that's gonna be. But oof, that's a plus four ten is nice. All right, uh Parley Kid, let's hit you up. You like the under in this. Yeah, game. so really uh, along your lines right there, Sal. Um one, if we've noticed really, uh the Suns have struggled to score since Paul came back in the lineup, right? It's kind of uh, ironic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing a little bit uh, of a slower pace with him back there. Um, that being said, uh, I think without the hot shooting of Paul uh, of George the other day, he shot 15 for 20, I believe, yesterday. You take right. away that shooting day from him, that game probably goes under yesterday, and it would have been four in a row on the under uh, in this series. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm roll- I'm going to say... This series, it's going to look, it's going to be a tight game again. Uh, the Clippers, when they want to play really good defense and they've shown they can, are a very good defensive team. And the Suns are, are pretty good in there as well. So I'm taking the under 214 and a half. Uh, I think that number's a little high right now, the way the, the pace of these games. And like I said, if you get a little off shooting night from George, uh, right. it probably goes uh, we went under yesterday as well. So let's let's say. This this series looks like it's just more of a defensive series right now. Take that under. Yeah, we have a similar bet. I have the Clippers under, so I'm, I'm counting on the same logic there. Harry, you have uh, exactly the same, right? Under 214 now. Yeah, I agree a lot with Parlay Kid too here. Four of the five games have gone under in the series. Four straight games. Both teams, 39% are under from three-point range. Last four games, Suns from three-point range, 23, 31, 20, and 34%. Brutal. Crisp. Chris Paul, just 32% from the field in the series. Look against Denver. He was making those mid, uh, mid-range mid jumpers all over the place against Denver. Not so much against the Clippers. And the Clippers defense rimming in and out. It's costing the Suns like the under here. There you go. All right. Well, let's switch to baseball. That's basketball. I can't believe it's almost over. I can't believe it's gone on this long, the, the uh, basketball, actually. Yeah. But here we go. We've all had that dream, Harry. Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. You have Italy to advance. Uh, That's a whole different group. (laughs) FanDuel Sportsbook, you get more than one shot to swing for the fences because FanDuel's letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win, and it only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo. Every Tuesday, $5 Dinger Tuesday, place a $25 or more wager on any player to hit home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in that game maximum $25 is a reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. They've got great odds on all different betting markets. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code against all odds. Eddie Spaghetti, are you there? You gave us a $5 uh, Tuesday dinger yesterday. Who was it again? Red Sox, right? Who was it? I gave J.D. Martinez yesterday. J.D. Martinez. For, for okay, today. So the- for today, that stands was freaking Red Sox. I had them under five and a half runs. Uh, I also had the Royals to win. What were they winning, Harry? Five to one, the Royals were winning. Right. And then the Red Sox just keep scoring and scoring and scoring. And they ended up, they only end up like six, five is the worst mm. result I could have. Four, that, four, right? five four Royals. Home runs. Damn it. I thought I can catch them sleeping after the uh, big series over the Yankees. Doesn't matter. Still bopping it. That, that's the thing about bad teams. They're bad. And uh, we should watch that with the Kansas City Royals and some of these others. And the, Yan- but the anyway, Yankees, too. Oh, yeah, the Yankees, too. <laughs> What's going to be with this, guys? I don't know. What is going to be with the Yankees? Not a, not a fun season. No, it's there's just nothing. They're hard to watch. 
Boring, yeah. bad baseball. They're very difficult to watch right now. There's no, I don't know what happens. It's really, it's, I've never Darn. seen, I don't know. It's been a long time since it's been like this, even though, you know, people would say, oh, what are you crying about? You're still above 500 and I, it's just hard. Well, the cold start has to be the most demoralizing of, uh, of the year, right? The, against the Red Sox. Cause you not only are you getting beat up by the Red Sox, but it's kind of validating all that they're saying with the, and he actually validated it by not answering the question. Yeah. If he's using the stuff, whether you should be allowed to use it is another question, but it, it's definitely affecting him, right? hundred percent. It certainly is. So yeah, that, that's, that was, as the icing on the cake in terms of uh, being demoralized as a Yankee fan. And then, you know, right. you lose it to the angels last night. It's just, I, I don't, I don't, there's, there's no light at the end of the tunnel here for this team at this point. I mean, I, they, they might get hot and start hitting a lot of home runs and winning games, but I, I, I just don't see it happening. I mean, maybe they, maybe they can sneak that second wild card out if they play some good baseball for mm. a month, but uh, they're not fun. They're not a fun team. I'm going. Uh, I'm going to add to the five dollar Tuesday dinger uh, total here because that's a lot of fun. I'm going with Vlad Guerrero Jr. They play today. They play who do they play? They play the Mariners. Uh, Chris Flexen, not bad. Six and three, three eighty seven on the hill for Seattle. But Vlad Guerrero Jr. Robbie Ray going against Seattle. Harry. Yep. Uh, Robbie Ray. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. has not hit a home run since June twenty sixth. <laughs> 2021. <laughs> I mean, that was three days ago. And uh, he's tied now with Shohei Otani and one ahead of my guy, Fernando Tatis. Now, this is going to be some swan song for heel uh, producer Jim Cunningham, who is going to take down our futures pool if Vlad Guerrero... I mean, this is exactly what we worried about, Bri, right? Mm -hmm. Like, someone could go, we have this futures pool. You could check it out on extrapoints.com slash draft. And we all took futures, Lakers to win the title, you know, uh, Djokovic to win Wimbledon. You could take anything basically from after the Super Bowl to the middle of July. And one of the categories is home run leader by the All-Star break. Jim Cunningham goes 0 for 9, but has Vlad Guerrero hmm. to lead. And what kind of odds, Jim? I don't expect you to know what kind of odds you're going to get on that. But uh, you're going to win this thing if that happens. I know. That was the plan all along. <laughs> <laughs> Now, babyface Joel Solomon, you said there could be a different uh, scenario. You count yourself in here somehow. I don't think it's true. I think, Jim, there's no way anyone beats Jim if, if that happens. Uh, I'm working the numbers now, but I still have Tampa Bay and Vasilevsky to win the Vesna, but I don't know if that'll put me uh, enough. No, I don't think so. Did they did they give out any awards? They're supposed to give out a, a one award every game of the uh, Stanley Cup here for the for the majors there. The uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Calvin. Clint Capella won defensive player. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Come on. Shut up. Don't do that. Shut up. Gobert's home, uh, go, go uh, home doing nothing. All right. Joel's uh, going to win on a buzzer beater. So. A buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Check out the results because we sure as hell don't know what they are. Extrapoints.com slash draft. And uh, I don't know. Bry is in first place right now. Yeah. Well, I'm in first. Yeah. If, but. I will say kudos to Jim. I mean, he did put a hundred hundred bucks on. He took him early too, getting Vlagaro. So hundred at twenty five to one. Although, God, it seems like between like your bet, what you were saying before. I mean, if you take, I feel like you should take Guerrero, Otani, Tatis, and Schwarber. Like every, you might as well bet them they hit home run every day. I mean, it seems like two two of those guys every night when you check the scores is, are hitting them. It seems easy, and it makes sense that Jim is going to win. He's going to win. <laughs> well, he won the t he won the touchdown he pool after he oh, that's right. After he He's complained about it, yeah. into the sunset <laughs> and then into the ocean. Oh. There he goes, Jim Cunningham. Uh, all right. Well, so let's uh, we'll check that out. Extrapoints.com/slash/draft. You'll see everybody's roster and what everyone has to do. And if Brother Bry could catch this lead, I mean, I guess uh, I need. What else do I have here? I don't even want to look at this. <laughs> Wait, I have something else that could put me in contention, don't I? Well, uh, no, I need it. I definitely need. If, I definitely need. Uh, no, if Tatis, if, uh, yeah, if Tatis wins, do you pass me, Sal? Though, like, what do you? Well, I'll, that's a plus thirty-one hundred there. Uh, but how, yeah, I had a hundred. I had. 100 oh, you had a hundred on it. Shit. Yeah. Mm. Right. So that's the only other thing. I have the Mets to be the division leader at the All Star break, which looks pretty good right now. But that's only for two hundred and forty-five dollars. The Tatis thing. Puts me over the top. 
Uh, so, Bri, you're rooting for Shea Otani, basically. Yeah, well, or, or, yeah, I just want to split. That'll be more fun if you guys if you guys push and yeah. split it. And there I you still go. Win. All right, hockey action. Uh, Tampa Bay took it to Montreal in game one. Did what they end up winning that game? 5-1? Oh, yeah, it went right. over with that crazy uh, goal at the end. Game two, they're minus 220, plus 184, and five is the over-under on this game. I'm taking a look at this. Has this moved at all? This is um, this is it. So this is what people expected out of the Canadians to just fold. But I'm saying not so fast. Don't don't forget, they lost four one to the Knights. Sure. Right? Knights were a huge favorite. They lost four one. They didn't look good that game. They got beat up. And now game two. And I know this is uh, I'm not doing anyone any favors with this vig at minus one sixty. But I like the Canadians plus a goal and a half. They might win in regulation. They might not. I actually think they win 3-2, maybe in overtime. Carey Price saved 22 of 27. He comes back uh, 3-2 final. Mm. Take Montreal. I don't think they're dead yet. Plus one and a half at Tampa Bay. Harry, you're going the other way. You guys are all going the other way. I'm going to take in the 60-minute line only. Tampa Bay minus 135 to win. Now, Montreal has been tough, hasn't lost back-to-back games since uh, being down 3-1 to Toronto in the first round of the playoffs. But too much offense with the defending champs. My guys, Kucherev and Point, uh, both with three points in game one. Stamkos has looked excellent of late, and Vasilevsky only faced 19 shots, taking in the 60-minute line in Tampa at minus 135 to win. All right. Parley Kid, you say there's no more screwing around with this Tampa team. That's it. Not only are they going to win, they're going to win by yeah, one I'm gonna, goal. Yeah, I'm going to take Tampa minus one and a half, Sal, plus 132. Kind of, I just think uh, they get a late goal or something like that to go over. Uh, just another point. Uh, they are minus 550 to win the series now, uh, mm-hmm. Tampa. And Vasilevsky is, uh, at least on FanDuel, is, uh, yep. has the best odds to win. Uh, the uh, Con Smythe Award at plus, plus 150. Yeah. So that's an interesting number there too, Sal, because there's usually there's a guy that's really standing out at this point, right? Uh, yeah. Now, and they're just so good, they have several players standing out. Kucherov's plus 200, points 300, um, etc. I think those are the Well, I just don't know. Braden Point, I mean, he scores nine straight goals. So if this is really a playoff award and not uh, exclusively Stanley Cup. Shit, he should be. I don't know. How do you do better than nine straight games well, in the last couple weeks? Well, that's the thing. I, I know he has nine it. straight, and then he had three assists last night, right? So it's yeah, uh, yeah. I know he was plus four eighty before the series. Now he's three to one. So I don't know where all the money's going on those top three guys. I, I would, ahead, yeah, I don't. I would go points over uh, Kucherov. That's for sure, right? So right, uh, even though Kucherov's got better odds, I I don't really get that. I think Vasilevsky is where he should be. Yeah, but. Uh, let's face it, uh, Tampa, I just think they're the far superior team. Uh, maybe has Montreal been a little fortunate so far in the playoffs? Maybe they have been here, Sal. They beat, I know the Knights were a very good team. They beat them. I wouldn't count uh, the Canadians out. I just think here at home, uh, the Lightning are just, they're just man, I, they're, they're a great team. They're, so, they're such a good team. Such a good team. They, they're yeah. gonna, I think they get at least a late goal, maybe like an empty netter, and cover that one and a half. So plus 132, right. I'll roll with that. All right, Bri, you're going. Uh, you don't see many. So the over-under's five, huh? You don't even get that five. I and see five and a half on FanDuel now. It's five and unless a half. Brian, so unless Brian's adjusted? taking it uh, down. I don't well, know. What are you trying to do here? What the hell are you doing here? Oh, well, yeah, the five and a half. They keep minor. jumping. It keeps jumping around on Fandle with their like with their line with that. Let's but, say, is there an alternate here? Uh, that's what I'm saying. There's got to be an so, alternate uh, Bri- line. Bri wanted. Uh, so this is what happens in the world of gambling. <laughs> Bri wanted under five. You would add plus odds, plus 106. Yep. So three, one, you're a winner. But now uh, Fandle moved it to five and a half, and he doesn't want to give out, like I just did, a, a big uh, favorite under five and a half is minus one seven. Yeah, so now you got a decision to make. Yeah, well, I'll still, let me just still give out that five because there's going to be an adjusted line here, right? Of five okay. or five yeah. and a half. That'll yeah. be that'll be comparable to that. So the only shot of Montreal even winning a game or two in this series, I feel like they have to ugly this up. You know, they have to kind of play the way the honors played us, which was kind of what they they kind of did that yesterday. But they have to. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you can't play an open game against Tampa. They're just going to blow you out of the water. They just have to play a defensive-minded game. They they need Price to just 
he's going to have to steal one or two of these games. But I do think Price will have a much better uh, game too. You know, Tampa, when they played the Islanders, five of those seven Islander games had five goals or less. Uh, the Montreal-Vegas series, which Harry was all over, never reached six goals in one of them. So if I could bet this, you know, if I could bet this landing at five, I would probably say that this lands at five. But I, I like the the plus money here under five goals. All right. Mm-hmm. Looking at a 3-1 type game, 3 nothing, something like there, 2-1 in there. All right. Uh, so there's our hockey picks. Now let's move to Sharp Tank. These guys, their best bets for early in the week. Now, I told you they make picks every day on ExtraPoints.com. Um, you can catch those there. If you can figure out what Harry's picking, God bless you. If not, just go to the other two. Darren, Brother Bry, uh, Martin Weiss makes picks. Jen Piacenti's up there for the Daily Fantasy. Parley Kid, you lost with Middleton, I think, oh. Thursday, uh, last show. You gave over yeah. 23 and a half. Well, you, you zigged when he zagged. You never know. That's right. Chris Middleton. That's right. And then the next game is a game of his life. Looks like he can't miss in the fourth <laughs> quarter. But you knew it was going to happen. Yep. Bounce back here. What's your uh, sharp? Yeah, tank my sharp bet? tanks have not been great. My extra point picks on the site mm-hmm. have been very good. I'm hitting at least two out of every three. Some plus money's in there too. Um, but you know, so really, man, I don't know why I can't find a line in the Astros Orioles tonight. I really love the Astros. Uh, they've, mm. they've lost a couple of games. I really was going to go with them. Uh, minus one and a half, but I can't find a line. Uh, the Astros there might have, be a pitching change or something. Yeah, the that's Astros what it is. There's something crazy. going on with the with yeah. the pitching changes and stuff like that. So I'm just going to go back to the NBA. Let's go back to the Hawks. Let's go back to Clint Capella. Over mm. 12 and a half rebounds, plus oh, 108. Plus 108. Uh, I'll discount what I mean. He had 11 rebounds about halfway through the third quarter the other day. And then... Mm-hmm. He kind of just disappeared. He had 19 a couple games ago. Uh, if I can get plus money at over 12 and a half in a must-win game for the Hawks, I'll ride with Capella. He's a hard-nosed player. He's gritty, um, and right. he's a great rebounder. So uh, I'm I'm going to take that plus money, plus 108, over 12 and a half rebounds for Clint Capella. Yeah, Coach McMack should play that guy. I think <laughs> where he disappeared. I don't know what I, I can't imagine why he didn't play at all in the fourth quarter last game. All right, uh, Parley Kid going over 12 and a half rebounds. By the way, I did see Astros minus 250 somewhere. I'm not going to say where, but I, I don't know how. Yeah, how I would go. I would go is. minus one and a half. I, I was taking the right. Astros. Yeah. Okay. All right, Harry, you're going uh, baseball too. You got Thursday. You gave us Vegas, Montreal under. Five and a half or something. I was what was it, yeah. like ten in a row now that that that, that Vegas was involved in a Thir- playoff game that went under thirteen. 13? Now. Yeah, thirteen. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, and you went with me on that, so I think we hit that last. That's week. right. So uh, this mm-hmm. week I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a game tonight. I'm gonna go baseball. I'm gonna take the Dodgers. Uh, at minus one fifty two. They've won four in a row since being no hit. Uh, Walker Bueller's pitching. Uh, he's on the hill tonight. Seven one two point five one ERA. Uh, averages a K an inning. Uh, L.A. hasn't lost back-to-back games with him on the hill since early May. Covers nine nice. starts. And San Fran starter Kevin Gossman uh, has given up home runs. He's been very well, very good this year, but he's given up home runs in three of his last four starts. Bueller gets it done at home for, <coughs> Dod- for the Dodgers at minus 152 tonight. Nice. All right. Walker Bueller, a Vanderbilt guy, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Clay Travis. Yep. Uh, I think he yep. accidentally yeah. texted Clay once, so I never hear the end of it there. But uh, <laughs> Vanderbilt guy, Vanderbilt up one nothing in that series. Uh, and, uh, good job. I by, know. By <coughs> Terrible. Jack Leiter, right? Yesterday? Yeah, Harry's got Mississippi State, though, to win it. Oh, he does. That's right. All right. Well, what are you going to do? I'm just bringing the Vanderbilt. Maybe <laughs> inspired by Vanderbilt, but he's got Walker Bueller tonight and the Dodgers. All right, brother Bry. What do you like? All right. Well, this has been my typical sharp tank. I I I lose Tuesday night on WNBA, and then um, <laughs> and then I win with the over in UFC. It's been a rotating pattern now for you know. Last- we just need you to win the race to tens. I really, I'm not even yeah, listening. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's I true. If, it's true. If I win that, that's all. At this point, just get us that. All that's it. all I care about. But I'm gonna take uh, the Washington. I'm gonna go back to the WNBA. I'm gonna take the mm. Washington Mystics. Plus five and a half tonight at home against the <laughs> Connecticut Sun. Look, Connecticut Sun, much better team than the Mystics right now, especially with injuries that that the Mystics still have. Connecticut Sun actually also they get their best player back tonight. I believe he's playing. So this line jumped from two and a half to five and a half in the last about hour. Um, but the reason I like the Mystics, they're they've won 
you know, they've won four games in a row at home. I know it's been, you know, it's been a while since I feel like they've had a home game. The Sun have lost four four games in a row on the road. Um, the last mm-hmm. time these teams played at the Sun, uh, it was a five-point game that the Sun won. So give me the Mystics getting five and a half at home. All right. Uh, Mystics plus five and a half at home. Paulie Kidd goes Capella over 12 and a half rebounds. Harry, Dodgers minus 152. You know what, Harry? I think the Dodgers are turning it around now. I think yeah. that's a little low, although... Um, Giants somehow have 50 wins. More than crazy, 50 wins crazy. Now. What a season. I'm going Dodgers. I mean, the Giants have the biggest lead out of anyone, right? Like, What kind of odds could you get on that uh, by the uh, July 1st or the end of June that they have the biggest lead? Mm. Um, but I'll go Dodgers with you, Harry. Right. Minus 152, Walker Bueller. Let's get two in a row. Uh, so. I'm giving you another shot here, Walker Bueller. Don't screw us. It's bad enough you're friendly with uh, Clay Travis. But there you go. Hey, did our guy really not call in here? Or Justin James? What happened? Joel, did you called him? We, uh, I've called him. Eddie's called him. This is all right. This is problematic. Because all right, that's okay. I mean, maybe he didn't pay his phone bill. That could be it, right? <laughs> when you're betting like twenty five thousand dollars on yourself, I'm not sure where the money's coming from. All right, maybe we'll have him. This Thursday. counts as another L for him. I think that's <laughs> this is it. Yeah, maybe he's mad about Harry's Italy pick. Yeah, he lost money on that too and got confused. Uh, all right, good point, bad point, Joel. What was the best point made in the last uh, fifty minutes or so? Uh, I mean, I, I, the thing is with Harry, I I knew what he was talking about. So I, you did. I, I, I do. I do. You're think, the one. Yeah, I, I do think. You know, when Harry says he won a bet, he won. You can't argue. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's, there's no right. arguing. And uh, that's why he's the best. I give him the good point of the day because he will find a way to win no matter no matter what. Thank you. Right. My good point of the day. I don't care. Italy, people uh, listen. Pe- people on Twitter. People on Southern Twitter. Italy, don't be so win. stupid. Right. You know what? Minus six hundred. What I meant. So shut up and think about right. it. And, and you way. know what? Don't be so stupid. A and B. Take it up with Jim Cunningham. He's the one who screwed up here. <laughs> How we, we still don't know, but um, but it's Jim's fault. All right. Uh, all right, Jim. Bad point. Come on. Give, give it all you got here. You only got two. Am I still on this show? <laughs> oh, no, you're gone. Holy crap. Uh, no That's bad it. points. Everything is beautiful. You Stop it already. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get this. I don't know. Um, this is very weird. You know, I did want to talk about we talked discussed it on the other show. So Joel's birthday was last Thursday. Remember, we got Jim, I think, alerted us to it right at the end of the show. And Joel, then, after the show, what does he want to do for his birthday? He wants to go to dinner with uh, Eddie Spaghetti, a person he's never met. And Spaghetti's like, oh, crap. Spaghetti, what you had plans with your girlfriend to see Cruella, right? Uh, that's correct. We're going to go to Century City about 15 minutes away to like a 730 Cruella movie because we are AMC members. Right. Okay. So Joel, who uh, has never met Spaghetti, his, his birthday plans are thwarted by Cruella. And then, again, what happens, Joel? We find out that Spaghetti went to dinner that night with Damashek and Matt Money Smith. <laughs> it was, uh, I got a uh, I got a double blow off. It was a parlay <laughs> blow off by Eddie. Uh, unless he has a third excuse that he wants to now tell us. Yeah, throw another one in there, Eddie. Come on, let's make it. A There's no game. other excuse that if for for Harry uh, brother Brian and for for PK who don't know Dave texted me midday Thursday and was like, Hey, we're recording at the farmer's market tonight. Uh, like just, are you good to bring the task cam and recorded six? And I had no idea what he was talking about because Dave <laughs> started a group text with Matt money Smith and handsome Hank to record before he goes to Pittsburgh in Tennessee. And he forgot to include me on the group text. So I had no idea, uh, was not prepared to not have equipment and long story short, luckily our, our guest uh, for the potential show said, don't worry about recording. Let's just, let's just hang out at that point. I already canceled my movie ticket and moved it to a different day. So oh, I, no. I had to go meet, uh, Dave and, uh, and our friends, but we did not record because of uh, of Dave's error. But I, I am, you know I'm actually you know trying to hang with Joel too. So you are, yeah, okay. No, this is- <laughs> I, I, I mean, the, the greatest would have been spaghetti if you said to Dave, oh, "I can't. I'm going. I'm taking Joel out for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do the podcast I just, just uh, to see his reaction." I, just, I, I, I picture Joel though, just at his birthday cake, right, blowing out the candles and his wishes. I, I wanted to go to dinner with Eddie. <laughs> I told maybe I told Sal my options are limited. You guys are all on the East Coast. 
Yeah. Jim never leaves his house. Eddie <laughs> always leaves his house. Eddie, Eddie yeah, was, go with Eddie the guy who always leaves his house. Yeah. yeah. At, at what? At, I guess Eddie's still young enough. It's a right to go see Cruella in the movie theaters. <laughs> I, uh, Brian, I've, I've fought that so many times. But it, like, you could literally watch on Disney Plus, and she's like, no, it'll be better to experience it in the theater. I'm like, what? Like, her killing Dalmatians is better to see on a big screen? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Sorry for spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. gonna go you see Fast Nine with Eddie though. Sleeveless, we're go. We're gonna ah, love the shirts and bandanas. Nice. Nice. And we're going. Good, yeah, good. Nice. There you go. All right. See, it all works out. And uh, one more thing, uh, Harry convinced you, uh, J- Joel. You're staying with Harry in Vegas. Yeah, we don't this have. This is uh, big news. Yeah, I'm. Uh, there's a lot of hotels in Vegas, and Harry uh, has been at, stayed at all of them, mm-hmm. and we. Uh, Harry, do you want to announce where we're staying? I don't know. Do you get a, a credit promotion uh, for this? I don't, but uh, since uh, since we're uh, a lot of the uh, Sal's and my friends from uh, Long Island are coming and staying at the Paris, I'm staying at Bally. Me and you are staying at Bally's. It's connected together, so we don't have to go out in 120-degree heat. So uh, we'll all be hanging out at the Bally Sportsbook. All right. There you go. That's the end of July. We'll give details later on. Uh, <laughs> need to, but hey. the point is... Now Joel has a place to stay with Harry, and he doesn't have to. Go He's outside. you're staying with Harry, Joel. If he wants we, to, uh, what we'll be is your, we'll be at a. There's a enough. Room. There's enough. There's enough room. Rooms. Yeah, there. Yeah. Angie's go. Angie's go. still going. She's gone. Oh, what? Are, yeah, your girlfriend's going. No, no, I no. <sighs> She's, She's going. No, going. Oh, yeah. It's one no, big I, slumber for Harry. Oh, <laughs> She's going. <laughs> She's got it all cleared through work. She's good to go. All right. We'll talk about this off the air. This is good. I can't believe uh, Justin Jane's canceled on us here, but maybe we'll get him Thursday. We have race to 10 Tuesday. Tonight, Martin Weiss is joining us. Let's do it. Let's go, Hawks, at least for the first few minutes. Uh, That's it for another episode of Against All Odds for the degenerate trifecta, Babyface Joel Solomon, Eddie Spaghetti, Mikey Meatballs, and heel producer Jim Cunningham. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. No, no, no.